Speak Life Radio. But don't tell my brother in ministry, but your sister in Christ, Carly Renee. Come on, let's see what the Lord has to say today. Good night, good night, good night to you, beloved. This is Speak Life Radio, a Go Tell My Brother Ministry with your sister in Christ. Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. I want to say good night to everyone. Today is November 12, 2021. I am a tired person, a sleepy person. So forgive me, but the Lord gave me this revelation. For me, personally, this is one of the most powerful revelations. This is one of the top ones for Speak Life, for, for me, period. I I would say, um, I was just in here communing with the Lord, thinking back on my day. So I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I'm lifting up the kingdom family worldwide the beloved of god in the name of jesus i'm lifting up the martyr saints persecuted saints those trotting down those feeling weak weary and worn and even withered those taken by men stealers those that may be grieving and mourning right now i pray god and i know he satisfied the needs of all his creation in the name of jesus and i'm lifting up those that are on their post. I'm lifting up those that are on their post for the body of Christ in the name of Jesus. So Father, I come to you, Lord, surrendered. You know I can't do this by myself. Father, I need to hear straight from your throne and it needs to come into my heart and straight out of my mouth, not going to the left, not going to the right, no more, no less. Lord God, speak in the way that only you can speak, Lord God. Bind up everything that might be an interference, Lord God, in anything of the flesh or in the spirit realm. Father, send the ears to hear what the spirit is saying to the church in the name of Jesus. So tonight, um, what I came to talk about is why we were yet sinners. No, actually, God is no respecter of persons while we were yet sinners. God is no respecter of persons <clears throat> while we were yet Sinners. So I had a conversation um, within this week, I think, or within a week's time with one of my sisters, and we seemed to talk into late night. Mm -hmm. And she actually taught me something, and I didn't realize I was learning something, but, and it it was a divine conversation because it would actually mold my character mold my understanding and i understand why it was given to me today so i was at the market today vending and i ran into someone i met someone that have transgender confusion and so my initial person, I was like, okay, wait a minute, what's going on? Um, and the person was very standoffish, but went to knew some of the other vendors because, you know, I'm new. And so 
as they were passing by. I don't know how the conversation start, nothing but God, right? But God allow a communion to happen. And one thing tonight, God was showing me, like, you know, I have on my cross and my cross kind of got broken yesterday. Well, a part of the, one of the links, the, the link. So I was trying to put it on before I went to the market and I couldn't. So that was the first thing. And I didn't even think about it. You know, even a piece of art that I was planning on bringing, forgot it, home, Glorifying God. And all of that had to be left behind. So there would be this communion. And it actually, it's changed my view and it's changed my life on the communion. Because one thing God was showing me tonight, a hardened heart or a defensive heart can't hear. A hard heart or defensive heart can't hear. It cannot. If a person is offended, even before they meet you, because spirit recognize spirit in the first place, in the first place. And so once that wall is up, it's very hard. It's very hard um, to, to have that conversation that may need be uh, is needed um so it's hard to win it's um i think it says it's hard to win a brother back or something like that um i'm trying to get that word because it's in proverbs and i know i'm not saying it right so but Okay, Proverbs 18. This is what the word says in Proverbs 18. I had to bring this word tonight. Um, my original word was while we were yet sinners, and I couldn't figure out why I hadn't done the word. And it says it here in Proverbs. Uh, uh, okay, so my goodness. Okay. Okay, wait a minute. Uh okay, wait. Okay, I'm going I'm in Proverbs 18. I'm in I'm in Proverbs 18. I'm gonna start from verse 14. The verse that I was intended on going to is 19. So it says in verse 14: the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. Mm-hmm. The spirit of the man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit, who can bear? Um, the heart of the prudent gets knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift make room for him and bring him before great men. He that is first in his own cause seems just, but his neighbor comes and searches him. The lot causes contention to cease and parts between the mighty. This is the verse. A brother offended is harder to win 
than a strong city and their contentions are like the bars of a castle. Because the one thing God was uh, ministering to me about in here, it's like people, the, the main thing that make us stray from people, it's not even faith, it's agreement. It's agreement. If once we stray off into sin, okay, or that's where we want to go, what a person will do will cut off from any person that's not in agreement. So faith is a part of it, especially if they know you're in your faith. But the initial, every one of us that have cut people off when we wanted to stray or do something we know we shouldn't be doing, we cut off our ears from the people that don't agree. I have been separated from more sisters, especially in, in this walk, because I won't agree. I won't agree with something. And agreement, um, sin is connected to perversion. And it's not just perversion of a sexual perversion. Perversion is deeper than that. The spirit of perversion is a monster. The spirit of perversion is a giant. It's a giant. Because perversion is not only just lustful. Perversion could be in the mind. Perversion could be in the heart. Perversion alters your heart, perversion alters how you think, and perversion alters how you see things because it becomes a perverted view. Sexual perversion is, is right up in there. Sexual perversion will take people in places and doing things they never imagined they would do and they will never mention. The only time perverted people mention perverted things is when they're so far gone, they think they're justified in their perversion. Yeah, they just don't care at that point because the Bible says they're beyond, they are beyond healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what the word said. They are beyond because now they're children of wrath, children of darkness, Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians four. They're beyond feeling. That's what the words say. When I read that, it took it. It, it just took me. It says uh, this is not okay. Let me see. No, what am I? Ephesians. Okay, yes, Ephesians, Ephesians, Ephesians. Yeah, because that is definitely not the word that I want right there. Let me see. Yes, Ephesians, Ephesians. So Ephesians 14, 4 and 14, 
that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. So we have to be careful with that because there's a lot of people preaching with no conviction. You will never get convicted by certain pe people that's preaching or proclaiming or teaching the word. It's always God is love and God forgive you for everything. That's a perversion of the word of God. Okay. So it says um, by the slight, the cunningness, because it's hard to preach about a certain sin when you're in that sin. Some people can do it because they don't reverence God and they don't fear him. But you don't want to convict a person of that sin because you're in the same sin. And a lot of times if you're in the same sin, some of the people that in that sin know you're in that sin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it says um, by the slight of men and the, cun and the cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive by speaking the truth. And um, but but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom, from Christ, from the word, from Jesus, the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies according to the effectual working in the measure of every part makes increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love that I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of your mind. So it's a wasted mind. Okay. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness, which is perversion to work all uncleanness with greediness, lasciviousness. That's a perversion. It's a perversion. So the thing is, a lot of people are beyond feeling. Because the thing is, right, there are some people that will still go to church in their sin, sit right there, sit right there in the sin and just let the word go right over because their ears are blocked, their ears are dull, they, their heart is hardened, so it can't receive, it can't take root, it can't. And then those with the kids of the world, the thorns come and choke the word. So even if you grew up as a child, once you get into that sin or that care that you want, it'll choke the word and then they become unfruitful. You ever seen somebody on fire? Fire, fire, fire. Oh, I have a sister, her son, from a child, he was on fire, from a child. But when he strayed, it's been years, years. He's just coming back and he's in his 60s. And she said, I always knew he was going to be a pastor. The thing is, the thing we lust after, if we don't kill it by the root, if we don't kill it, if we don't bring it to God, bring it to the cross, bring it to the feet, it will grow. And when it's growing, it's wheat and tear. And so it chokes, it chokes the word and make us unfruitful if it happens. 
That's what happens. And it perverts our thinking and it perverts our feelings and it perverts how we see things. It perverts it. It perverts it. It perverts how we see it. How we see it. Because now we begin to justify what we're doing. Everybody smoke weed. People smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Everybody cheat. Everybody lie. Everybody that stole something, it started to pervert how people are, are thinking. So now they put everybody in the sin with them so they don't have to feel bad. Everybody talk about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody that fooled around with him. Everybody that did it. Mm -hmm. Nobody paid their tithes. I ain't never seen nobody pay their tithes. People will begin to justify their lust and their perversion. It's a perverted way of thinking. Genesis 3, verse 1. Now. Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Right there. It lets you know the Lord God made him, right? So it says, and he said unto the woman, yes. Yes. So he's already telling her, yeah, I know it is. I know it is. Yes. Have God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. It's a perversion there. He already knows the answer because he was in the garden. Right? So he, he, he knew the conversation, right? So have God said that? Yes. It's already perverted. Yes. I'm agreeing with you. Yes, God said that. But did he really say that? Yeah. It says, and the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. A perversion in what God has said. And add on. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die for or because God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open. And it's true. But if you never experienced your eyes open, you don't know what that really means. Okay. You don't really know. And you shall be as God's knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw, now how she looks at it is perverted. It's no longer the same. It's no longer the same. I'm not talking about that doctrine, people coming with all that other perversion. I'm talking about her thoughts are now changing the way she sees it. The way she sees it. Her thinking has changed. Her heart has already changed towards God. There's a perversion in her heart, how she's seeing it, how she's imagining. Because the thing is, many of us get into a sin from our imagination or how our heart feels about it. Once our heart starts thinking about it, then we start imagining it. We imagine people... People do heinous crimes because they imagine it. And then a spirit, 
a spirit to start talking. The basis of this, of this is always the enemy. The basis of it is always him because he perverted. He was perverted. That's why he got kicked out of heaven. He ate, he ate inequity. We're supposed to be in heaven eating each other. Was not. So he was perverted in how he did things. And this is the thing. It's a lie. It's a lie. So the person I was talking to today, I can't agree with your change because it's a lie. But that don't stop you from being a person. It'll stop you from being a person. But I can't call you her or him when God, because now I'm agreeing in your lie. And that's the thing that draws people away. They want you to agree with the lie. But when you agree with the lie, you block yourself from the kingdom of God. Once you start to agree with the lie, you block yourself from the kingdom of God. So if God said, I created you to be a male and you think you're female and I start agreeing with you and calling you her instead of him, now I'm caught in the web of your lie because I know better. Now, if I don't know, that's one thing. If a person don't know, that's one thing. But if you know it's a lie, you're agreeing with that lie. I don't care who the person is. Somebody could get upset. My child, my child, if they want to be. But the thing is, right, you're agreeing in the lie. And it's blocking your entrance. It says it in Revelation 21, verse 7. He that overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God and I will be his God. And he should be my son. But if we start to listen to Eve, Eve has now become our God because God has already told us the truth. So if you start to listen to Eve and you're going to eat that fruit, you're thinking you're treating her as a God instead of God because you're willing to go against what God said and do it with Eve. It says, but the fearful and unbelieving, verse eight, and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, all of them, ooh, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So if we participate in a lie, and we know it's a lie. It says it says here, in uh, all liars. But it goes on to tell you in verse 27 of that same chapter, chapter 21 of Revelation, and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defiles, neither whatsoever works abomination and makes a lie but they which are written in the land book of life. See, because once you get a sex change, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Once you sleep with somebody else's husband, it's a lie. Once you sleep with a, a person and you're not married, but y'all calling each other, it's a lie. It's a lie. All sin is a lie. Sins are lies. Abortion is a lie because abortion is just like you never got pregnant. That's a lie. That's a lie. Greed is a lie. It's all a lie. 
If it goes against what God said, it's a lie. Because Jesus is the way, the truth. So if it's not what God said, it's all a lie. It's a perversion of the truth. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a perversion of the truth of what God has said. It's a lie. It is a lie. And God is no respect of persons. Oh, I don't know what's coming against me right now, but it's a lie. In the name of Jesus. <coughs> God is no respecter of persons. I don't care how much work you've done. Moses, out of that one disobedience, couldn't finish the journey. Couldn't finish the journey. Even the angels that left their estate, they can't go back. God is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. So once he has a judgment, a, com a commandment, a statue, and a precept, once he said either you'll be blessed or you curse, it does not change. It does not matter how much work you've done. It does not matter how much you how much you hear from God. It does not matter the the what it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Once you have turned from what God has said to you, it is a wrap. It says it here, verse 10 of Ezekiel 33, and I'm closing here. Therefore, O son of man, speak unto the house of Israel, speak unto the church, because the church comes out of the tribe of Judah. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Jesus is the head of the church. The body is, is the church of Jesus Christ. He is the bride. We are the groom. That's what it is. It says, therefore, O son of man, Speaking to the house, we are part of the house of Israel. If you are a Christian, you are a part of the house of Israel. Okay? So it says, thus you speak, saying, if our transgressions and our sins be upon us and we pine away or wither away in them, how should we then live? How can we be saved? Uh, somebody say, saved by grace. That's true. But when you're operating in the spirit of God and not in the flesh. Because if you're operating in the flesh, you should surely die. That's what the words say. So God is not mocked. He's not. He covered every point. He Grace cannot cover you when you don't believe God. We must believe that God is. Okay, so it says, say it to say it to them, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live, turn you from your evil ways. For why will you die, O house of Israel? So even with today, I was able to speak about God. I was able because how the 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 walls came down and it's nothing but the grace of god while we were yet sinners there is no sin that don't fall under that 
We have to love, okay? So it says, therefore, thy son of man, say unto the children of your people, the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. As for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day he turns from his wickedness. Neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sins. God is no respecter of persons. He's not. We are to love people while we are yet sinner. While that person is yet a sinner, God still loved the world. So it's our job as those that are no longer the children of wrath, no longer the children of darkness. I got to go for that. No longer under the lie. We have to then be the light to show the way for somebody else. And so we have to love the world like God loved the world because we're saying we're the children of God. We don't love the sin. The sin is already judged through the word, through the statutes, the commandments, that you'll be blessed or you'll be cursed. The sin is already judged. All of our sins are already judged, already judged. This is our judgment. We're going to go before the word of God at the judgment seat, all of us, all of us. We're going before the main judge, God, our father, the word of God is going to judge us because we are already given what God says. We already given his mind, his heart, and his spirit. So at this point, when we're in sin, we already know it's judged. We already know. That's why we come from among them that will not agree. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. I have to stop because my battery is going to die. So, oh, my phone. So I pray somebody get this while we are yet sinners, while a person is yet sinner. Ask God to use you as the light to draw them out of darkness, like how we were drawn out of darkness, because some of us was in a deep